Next on News for the Soul, My Conscious Wellness with Andrea and Bill. Andrea and Bill are stewards of the Quantum Alignment Service, a powerful distance healing program. This distance healing program uses a profound technology typically classified in the realm of biofeedback, but at a distance made possible through a quantum physics principle of non-locality connection. Connection is made through the quantum field. Andrea says, we live a life of service, a life of love to help others realize the beauty within themselves and the strength that each person can bring to the planet when they choose to live in love. Please welcome Andrea and Bill back to News for the Soul. It really is quite the intro, isn't it? <laughs> and here they are. Ta-da! Yeah, that's amazing. Andrea and Bill. <laughs> welcome back. Happy New Year. Yes, and all of that other stuff. Yes. <laughs> I'm all sending stuff. something to you right now. Oh, excellent. Thank you. We will, we will uh, get that going yeah, in the background. Probably. So how are you? What's new? And Yeah, where, where are you at? <laughs> We're doing fucking awesome. <laughs> we didn't ask her about that part. Woo! <laughs> uh... Yeah, we are doing great. We're on the move a little bit. We uh, we notice we have a little bit of gypsy in us, so uh, we're at we're we're out in North Carolina for the next few months. So we're really kind of enjoying the uh, the different weather. How's that? <laughs> oh, nice. We just yeah, doing the it's good RV thing. Just kind of float your boat. Go where you go. Go with the flow. No, we actually found a place, a uh, family connection of a place that oh, we could be nice. in, in Carolina. Yeah. So that's, it's really nice. That's lovely. We get well, how, sitting how, here. How about we... Uh-oh. I think I got a delay on the board, I think. I was just going to say, why don't you do like uh, the uh, elevator speech intro, introduce yourself and what's up for what we're going to do today. Okay, I get to do it. You know, this is how much we rehearse. You said that and pointed at me. Oh. I said, "Are you that?" Well, I pulled this up. Well, the, the elevator speech. The real quick one is um, we are using uh, technology to help people get to deeper states of consciousness. Many people focus on physical. We do not. We believe that. The deeper you get, uh, you'll find out that level is love, complete, unconditional love. And in that is where the body heals and the mind heals. And uh, and you can have a hell of a wonderful life. Well, that sounds good. <laughs> and what is our topic today? Yeah, so our topic today was um, just chatting about uh, deeper states of self-love. And um, what does that mean and why does that matter? Because a lot of the times when we meet people, right, they they talk about uh, deeper states of love, but typically it's more around, I don't know, this perception and belief that we're talking about self-care here. Right, um, and that's not what we're wanting to talk about. We're wanting to talk about the energetics of that, or what that actually means to us. 
Okay. So what does it mean? <laughs> I'm so used to asking questions. I went straight to the pod. Right? <laughs> so we decided to pause and wait for a comment. <laughs> That was a pretty straight shooting question, love. Um, yeah. Why don't you uh, start? Yeah, start a little bit on your own, love, and then we'll roll into a conversation, I think. Okay, well, you know, in the last month and a half, let's call it, I've had the opportunity to do 30 plus quasi-channeling, reading sessions, whatever you call it. And almost all people seem to be being called to live um, in the journey of love. And, and what that means in, in the communication is, number one, to, to bring the resonance of love into yourself. We are so trained not to love ourselves, media, parents, etc., etc., etc. It's all about doing things for others first. And yeah, it's, it, that's a beautiful thing. But what we believe the world needs now is the vibration of love. And, and it, it allows us to bring in the energy or transmute the energy, although even that sounds corny, but the amount of energy that's on the planet right now, um, everybody I think would likely agree there's lots of stuff going on. Yeah. And that creates energy. And, and if you want to call it static, that's fine. Whatever you want to call it, it creates huge, vast amounts of energy. And so now what we're seeing is for the people that are willing to focus on love, self-love first, and then love of everything, um, kind of simultaneously, really, but they they seem to be able to anchor in energy around them. Their auric field shifts, how they affect each other shifts, um, how they affect any things around the world uh, shifts, and and so we're finding that the communication is very directed to say, you know, wake up, humanity. You, you either vote with love or we do another round to see when you'll eventually start voting with love. And, and it's not, like Anne said, it's not self-care. I've had a few people say, well, what do you mean by love? Like, these are very, very beautiful senior people. Like, what do you mean by love? I look after myself. No. We mean by love, you can really, just, to us, as you describe it through the, the principles or the attributes of love and action, rather than the actual sitting down and saying uh, deeper levels of love means the following. It's more like, well, if you see a person who's kind, uh, considerate of other people, but won't take abuse, refuses to do a win-lose scenario, period, in their life, then you're, that's, that's one or two of the attributes of a deeper state of consciousness or deeper states of love. And the list just goes on and on and on, on how and why and when, when do we honor ourselves? 
in the journey of being human on this planet. And it, it appears as we see people uh, having a beautiful chance to talk to a few people repeatedly is as they endeavor to embody self-honoring, um, their, their life just starts changing. Naturally. Naturally. In an evo- uh, a natural evolution of consciousness. And there seems to be no protocol. There seems to be no magic, this, that, and the other thing. I think what I've also noticed is that this journey of of embodiment, let's call it of love or self-love, right, is is unique to each being. Yeah. You know, we all have different patterns or stories or, you know, traumas or experiences, right, um, that are deeply embedded. And so there isn't one, let's call it magic pill per se, but it's more like the recognition and the commitment to that evolution or change within oneself that begins to precipitate uh, the change. And so we had a discussion, right, with somebody, excuse the beeping in the background, this week, right, who is focusing, and I get it, all the trauma in the world, right, and some of the more significant recent events that she particularly, you know, feels quite sad and morose about. And the discussion kind of went like this, like, I I think the question first becomes, right, are we recognizing each other as a soul first and a human second, or the other way around, recognizing that we're all getting a chance to play an orchestration of reminding each other to get back to love. Um, you know, we could continue to um, wage war or hurt each other, right? Or we can actually stand in our strength and say no more. Um, but I mean passively, energetically, right? And what we do within ourselves each day or how we operate our businesses or how we exchange with others and ourselves. And often self-love plays a significant role because many of us have been taught to put others before ourselves. And so that can be a particularly awkward one when we see so much, you know, pain and trauma in the world is it's almost neurologically and psychologically easier to put other things before ourselves because we think we're helping by contributing, let's say, to that that pain. Um, but we're almost avoiding and not recognizing um, the pain that we are in. may not be the same as some of the pain that's being represented on the planet, but the truth is it's still a form of, of self-abuse in some some manner. You know, as you're talking about this, it's almost like we need a new word. Because um, when you started out, you're talking about coming from love. We have so many uh, 
fluffy, almost weak connotations of that word, which is ridiculous. Um, and what you're talking about is so much more than just love. We need a new word. <laughs> I agree. We've, you know? we've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. We're up for That's more true. words. <laughs> so much is attached to it. We get it. gets in the way. Yeah, no, we, we get it, hun. When we use that word, people's connotations of or belief systems around what that word should mean and often how it's been abused, right, often come up as well. Yes. Well, and you're talking about so many more aspects than, I mean, it all comes down to love. Um, but, you know, impeccability, authenticity, empowerment, I mean, there's so many aspects in there, right? Very much so. Yeah. I think the to to me the interesting part of of what we do is that we literally leverage technology to help support me support people in finding those deeper states of love within themselves. Within themselves. So and and the nice thing about again just my opinion. And, and using, He's a little biased. <laughs> and using technology is no, there's no effing opinion, right? There's no opinion. Mm. A computer doesn't care if you're black, white, pink, yellow, purple. You stand in your head. You have a big form or small form. Like it literally does the same thing over and over to help you and to help support your fields. And nowadays, oh man. The last message I gave to somebody just recently, they estimate 95% of most spiritual practices are self-limiting in nature. They're they're only designed to take us to a certain point. And so, hence why we see so many movements between, um, you know, one practice to the next practice to the next practice. And that that's really is what's necessary. Um, but when you work with Things that don't are not practice bound. There's no tradition behind them. There's no lack of tradition behind them. There's no have to sit on the couch and, and, and meditate for two hours. You literally get to integrate these into your life. And in that integration comes a deep self awareness of often where self love wasn't there where they were carrying thoughts and ideas that were instilled inadvertently as a child and thought all of these things are about self-love. And they started realizing they're not self-love. They're, in fact, abuse um, of self, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's what I would say is kind of the, the unique approach to this is it gives a tremendous level of self-exploration empowerment it's not disempowerment. It's about a complete empowerment process for people to be able to become more conscious. And in the consciousness, um, the byproduct is deeper levels of self-love. One thing that's uh, coming up for me as we have a discussion is a conversation Bill and I had typically <laughs> at like 5 in the morning um, because as, as we're sharing this, right, we're journeying in this ourselves, right? 
practice isn't exclusive of our own experience. And the conversation, hence this title of, of the discussion today, was what would happen if we were able to truly love ourselves? You know, every fiber of our, you know, tiny little existence and every cell of our being and and what came out of it was this feeling that there would be no fear. Um, because what would there be to fear if we truly loved ourselves? And, and these are some of the, the things that we are witnessing um, within ourselves and with our organization. So hence sort of the discussion today was to be able to try and explain express some of some of the work we're doing and some of the things we're seeing because we do on many levels feel like this is the call um, to most beings you know people will say to me well you have to support this you have to do this and you have to do that to show love but I think our deeper question is what if it's just continuing to evolve and learn to love ourselves. Selves and others. Uh, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you there. <laughs> I lost you there for a minute. <laughs> kind of caught the undertone in that one. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's funny, I'm... I'm in a state of reflection right now. I'm writing um, my master's thesis or a paper on unconditional love. Mm. And so you brought in kind of like that second aspect, right, of how do we learn to love others um, as well. Even when you look at the face of what some are doing, you could say, how could we possibly, you know, love that? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Especially in the last few years, the division is just unprecedented. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's blatant and in your face. Um, that's for sure. We found it uh, fascinating as we arrived at the location we are right now. There was someone there that really, I'd say, is not on the same journey as we're on. And he listened to us, and we listened, we listened to this person, and uh, there's a few of them in the house, you know, talking about the world and this, that, and the other thing. And this guy said to us, he says, I don't know what you guys are doing, but you're the happiest couple we've ever met, I've ever met. <laughs> oh, I and love it's, that. And it's, it's, yeah, it's interesting. It it depends where you want to put your energy again and again and again, right? Even if a person doesn't achieve complete self-love by putting your energy towards love, loving thoughts, et cetera, et cetera, you're making a difference in the world. Um, or you could focus on all the negative that's going on in the world. That just means all your energy is going to the negative. And it's so fascinating to watch people explore this within themselves. 
uh, Anne was talking about this one beautiful woman that is down the rabbit hole, and, and she's beautiful and kind and loving, but she keeps focusing on one part that keeps pulling away at her energy, and it just keeps pulling her energy and pulling her energy. Towards off or anything because she keeps thinking about these things rather than thinking about love. So she was encouraged to to think about the beings that have been going through these things and send them love and gratitude for them being the teachers for humanity. Let me focus on expands. I'll just let you know that we did receive the uh, updated tones. And they are uploaded and ready to go whenever it needs to happen. Um, we'd be good to explain what they are and <laughs> what's going to happen. You know, there's always someone that tunes in halfway through. They miss the first part of the show. <laughs> they tune in, stab in the middle of the tones. <laughs> yeah, good yeah, that would be disturbing on so many levels. Without <laughs> <contact. laughs> they think your show is lost. all good, right? Yeah. So this, this set of tones today uh, was created uh, by a group of beings that are journeying together through what we call the love experiment. And so their frequencies made from the voice. You're not going to hear their voices, so it's not voodoo. Um, and then it's, it's created through a software that was created by quantum sound therapy. So we took group tones, all affirmations and statements around love. Each person created their own, and then we created like a group energy. So these tones or uh, this energy that's about to be shared across your airwaves once we press play is a set of frequencies and vibrations that are designed to be listened to, to help others as well uh, let go of what is not love, and some of that, in all transparency, can be uncomfortable. So if you're listening and it's causing discomfort, right? We say yay. We say yay, uh, <laughs> but you can always press pause and then press play again um, on the replay. So they're, uh, they're a tool, a pretty effective one that we're grateful for from Quantum Sound. Um, and then in the background, we're kind of doing our own thing to help focus more energy on the show and the radio station. Again, so people can listen and tune in and connect and just breathe and allow the frequencies to do their thing. Cool. You know, I know that in the early show, one of the early shows, you did a um, voice thing with me that created specific tones and I was listening diligently and so many layers of stuff has happened since we did that. Would that actually be different if we did that again at some point? Would would my whole yeah. present um, in fact um, there's something right now, a pattern inside of me that's coming up and I did my own uh, set of tones yesterday that I haven't done like this in a while. And, yes, I could actually see the pictorial representation of mm-hmm. what was going on. So when, if you're up for that ride, we're all in. Because it's kind of like peeling yeah. layers of an onion, right? Kind of go through our stuff. And so the beauty is the, the 
the, the, count, the tones, the sounds, and the instruments can respond um, by kind of getting a sense, right, of where you're at and then providing what you need. Cool. So we should explore that further in future shows. Um, so how long is this? Is it, it looks like 27 minutes, the tones? Yep, 27 minutes, 64 minutes of frequencies, and then three minutes of ocean waves at the end for those that make it to the last 24 minutes <laughs> to help integrate. Perfect. Um, and an invitation. Uh, what we'll do is we'll play us out with that again to the end. So anything that you want to mention as far as shameless self-promotion or anything upcoming, you know, uh, service-wise or anything going on, this would be the time to do that before we launch into it. Yeah, so for those that are curious, right, about being able to experience some of our work uh, anywhere in the world and remotely, uh, we're running an online virtual group experience called Light and Love. So we're leveraging two uh, major um, sound frequency-based technologies. One is the one you're about to experience tonight and then another more advanced instrument. So if you're, you know, having the niggle to, you know, get into deeper states of love or self-love, then check out the, the love, Light and Love journey on our website and we'd, we'd love to play. Awesome. And Bill and Andrea are all linked up at newsforthesoul.com and now... If you guys have anything else to add in, it's time to buckle in. <laughs> no, we're great. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Woo, because here we go.
for the soul begins its 27th year in January 2024. Find out our latest news at newsforthesoul.com.